my bad. <laughs> we're never ready to go. We just went live, Ryan, and we're not ready to go. I'll, I'll get him, don't worry about it, so go for it. Despite that rough beginning, thank you guys so much to... To what? To what? I don't know. Yeah, thank you. you know, two, 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 two. Is that a fail two, pass two. already? God damn it! It's, it's already. It's, it's 202. Uh, I was gonna call you Tony for a second, Jordan. That's <laughs> <laughs> such a good start. <laughs> Hello and welcome to the Shotcast, the ever professional, prepared, and ready to go at all times Shotcast. I'm your host, Georgie Menace. So prepared. <laughs> Joining me today, Mr. Ryan Meister. How are you, Ryan? Well, you got that part right. You got my name right. So we're on a good, we're on a good track. So you know, I, every once in a while that does happen to me, where I'm just like, I just start talking, and I do that when I do video sometimes. Where I'm just like, all right, I'm ready to go, blah blah blah, and I'm just going like, Bleh. you mean yeah? When you when you're about to start something, be like, hey guys, and then you're just like, beep beep beep, yeah, and just, you just the, words, just the words they escape me, and I'm just like, I don't, what are we even talking about? And uh, but yeah, thanks guys. Uh, uh, first off, I have to apologize for uh, the uh, Ryan's fault for not editing editing out the uh, breaks <laughs> of uh, yeah, last week's awkward shock awkward pauses as I fix my PS4 in the background. So, yeah, or, yeah, or me answer, or me answering the phone and literally just bitching about people calling me <laughs> during a during a recording. Uh, yeah, Ryan, how you been? Uh, I've been good. I I have to say, like, we're going to talk about it later, but like, Bloodborne has really hooked me, and I've just been like thinking about it and playing it a lot. So, but uh, yeah, it's been good. Yeah, I've been playing it sporadically throughout the week where, you know, I'm, I've been doing the Chalice Dungeon, so it's like I get nice and deep into it, and then I get murdered, or just something discourages me where I'm one of those people where it's like, you know what, I'm just going to call it, end it tonight, come back at this with a fresh mind, you know, just a good night's sleep, and that's worked out really well for me. I think what happened with me was, like, in the beginning of the game, I was getting my, my like, my ass handed to me, basically, for the first, like, five or six hours, like, against the Cleric Beast, trying to beat that. And then mm -hmm. I think I basically just had, like, kind of like, not like an epiphany, but kind of like the equivalent of, like, a Rocky training montage, where all of a sudden you, <laughs> you get, like, you get beaten by the guy so many times that all of a sudden you just get in the zone and you, like, do, you know, the da 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 and then, like, I trained, and then eventually I beat Cleric Beast. It felt wonderful. I feel like that was just, like, when everything clicked, and now I've been, I'm at, I just finished the fourth boss uh, before we started, so I'm, I'm progressing in the game pretty nicely, so. That's awesome. Yeah, it's, uh, but, it's, fun. Uh, it's a lot of fun so far. That game's been, like, occupying my, my brain the last, like, week, so. Awesome. So, did you find new releases, or should I pretend I to have, uh, I do have the new here? here. <laughs> I, I, do, I do have the new releases, so we can go ahead and get into that if we want. Thank uh, you, so, for the... For the week of April 5th, 2015 to April 12th, 2015, uh, we have Etrian Mystery Dungeon for 3DS, uh, Bastion for PS4, Monster Bag for PS Vita, uh, Tower of Guns for PS4, PS3, and Xbox One, Aru's Awakening for PS4 and PS3, uh, Elemental for PS Vita, Crinkle Crusher for PS4, PS3, and PS Vita. That best name so far out of all of these so far. <laughs> Pretty great. Uh, Stealth Inc. 2, A Game of Clones for PS4, PS3, and PS Vita. Also an excellent title, as Game of Thrones is, is coming back this week. Uh, Mortal Kombat X for iPhone, iPad, PS4, Xbox One, PC, PS3, and Xbox 360. Uh, Pokemon Rumble World for 3DS. Affordable Space Adventures for Wii U. Uh, WarioWare Touched for Wii U. Uh, Yoshi Touch and Go for Wii U. And Xenoblade Chronicles 3D. So a lot of, a lot of good stuff coming out this, this next week, so... Uh, yeah, you know what? I'm gonna go with Bastion just because uh, Supergiant Games has always been super nice to us. So and, yeah. and I like I love Logan, so it's like yeah, I'll, I'll give this game a play. They, 
they're they're awesome guys, especially because like because they're always at PAX every year and they're just so like easy to talk to and and awesome. So uh, yeah, Bastion's a good pick. When I saw it was out for PS4, I'm like, I, I already have it on PC and and 360. I'm like, but you know what? I wouldn't mind buying it again because it like, even came out on iPad too. So it's like I feel like I've purchased this yeah. game. Yeah. So it's one of those games where it's like, oh, it's on sale for like a dollar. Yeah, I'll buy. It. I'll support. Oh yeah, it. every yeah when it's been on Steam for like three dollars, and I'm like, okay, you know. So. Um, but yeah, I was, I'm kind of split between uh, Mortal Kombat X and Xenoblade Chronicles 3, I think, are my, my picks. Uh, oh, right, Mortal Kombat. Good, so. No, I'm going to stick with Bastion. You can have Mortal Kombat. <laughs> yeah, I'm actually, I, I've, uh, we're probably going to talk about it uh, a, little, a little bit, but uh, yeah, Mortal Kombat, I'm actually, like, I've never really been a big fan of the, the Mortal Kombat games, and not even, like, the, the reboot, like, kind of, like, got me interested a little bit. Um, but X looks really cool so far. I guess because it's been so like they've been doing a lot of like Twitch streams with it, and uh, you know it's been like they've been releasing a whole bunch of stuff within the last like couple weeks for the for the game. So it looks pretty cool. Yeah, I've never actually cared about like Mortal Kombat lore. I mean, I am a fan, but like the the reboot last year, uh, not last year, a few years ago, um, it I, I just loved it because we spoke about it. We we talked about it a bit last week where it kind of does the Days of Future Past, where just like you know that convoluted like kind of dumb Mortal <laughs> Kombat history doesn't count. We rewrote it. it just, don't even worry just, about it. It just took the garbage can. It's like, hey, remember all these games? And it just shoved them right in, and it Perfect. was just like, yeah. But it was pretty cool, yeah, because, I mean, like, even with all these uh, character reveals they've been doing where they show all these new characters and everyone's, like, going crazy for, like, oh, yeah, like, Katana's back, or, like, you know, like, uh, Scorpion, whoever. I'm just like, whatever. <laughs> I don't know. It's like, I don't really know any of them. But, uh, Demon Liu Kang, yeah! I I'm got, like, oh, okay, great. <laughs> I, I did get excited for uh, Predator and Jason because I think they're both yeah. very good fits for the game, so I'm excited for them. All right. Uh, so Ryan, uh, did, you, did you review anything this week? What are we going on? It's been a kind of like a slow, slowish news week, I think. Uh, it has. Yeah. So uh, yeah, I I put up my review or uh, my review went up for Life is Strange episode two. Uh, we already talked about that last week though, so we don't really need to go into that. But uh, short short pitch, uh, it's really good. And uh, if you've been liking Life is Strange so far, it's definitely another good episode. Still, some of the like wonky writing is in there, which I'm not is is probably my least favorite part of those games, just because like you know the way that they they write things and say things like social medias and hella and all that is a little weird, but. Um, it's still really good. It has a really good ending as well, which is really awesome. Um, so I did that, and I also put up... Uh, I have a uh, beginner's guide to Bloodborne. So if you're like me and have ne- never touched a Souls game, but you want to play Bloodborne, you can read this to just kind of prep yourself and then learn some of the basics. And what's been, so, your, uh, what's been your kind of your key advice? Uh, I, let's say I picked up Bloodborne, no idea <laughs> what a Souls game is. You say Souls, I'm like, oh, what's that? Well, yeah, you know, coming in I, totally blind. What's your first piece of advice you give to a new player? That's that's kind of what I tried to do with my my guide. So I tried not to mention like pre, you know, like I've never played a Souls game before. This is my first time with the series, so I tried not to like mention them a lot in the guide. Like I tried to go in just being like, here's this awesome game. It's really tough, but if you just my my advice is just kind of pure persevere and push through it. Um, you know, that's like the biggest thing. Uh, I wrote a couple things in there also about how, like, you know, you can, uh, one of the big things is, like, you should always look around every area for secrets, because there's all these different shortcuts and, and uh, you know, loot and items you can find if you just kind of search around and, and dig a little bit. Um, but probably the biggest thing is just don't give up, because, you know, like, the game is hard, but I think if you just play it smart and approach it, you know, cautiously and, and just kind of learn from, okay, I died for a reason. I died because... I did the wrong type of attack. I didn't dodge right here. I, you know, if you just kind of study like from your your mistakes uh, and learn from dying, then you can kind you can succeed pretty well in the game. Yeah, I think I think my piece of advice would be uh, if you're playing a uh, play online, 
and, uh, oh, read yeah, the, yeah. and and read the notes. Uh, I found that the notes to be very helpful uh, as far as you know, as far as like spotting ambushes, especially if you're in a new area. Uh, sometimes yeah. just giving you you know small little tactics like lunge is effective. And you're like, oh, okay, cool, or you know, fire or something, you know, or just want, or just notes that say like, don't give up. And I'm like, you know what? I won't That's give great. up. Or or the or the notes that you get when you're like right in front of a bottomless pit and they're just like, jump in or like yeah. take a <laughs> Just like those are great. But actually, the, what are the uh, what the are best the is when you see it because you can rate them like fine, uh, like fine, fine or, or foul. Yeah, and then yeah, most yeah. of those most of those trolley ones are always fine. Like some people are like. <laughs> You know, I fell for it. All right, you got it. <laughs> yeah, it was great. But, uh, yeah, and probably actually one of the other things that's helped me a lot, too, is, um, like, every time I've been playing the game, I've been streaming it pretty much pretty much every time. Um, so one of the things that's helped me is I actually, like, I'll sometimes I'll go back onto Twitch and I'll, I'll watch my past archives so I can kind of mm-hmm. watch boss fights, that I, like, watch my failed attempts over again mm-hmm. so I can kind of watch and see what the bosses are doing. So I'm kind of like, okay, so if I'm fighting Bloodstar Beast, like, he's going to do this and I tr- should try and do this. And if I messed up, I'm like, okay. I see what I messed up. I dodged when I should have attacked, or like you know, I attacked when I should have gotten out of the way when he slashed my face. So uh, yeah, that, that's something that's helped me. Football so. player watching the tape on like you know like <laughs> Monday mornings. It's pretty much yeah. It's just like you know like drawing circles and lines. <laughs> of like oh, I should have juked to the right and whatever. But yeah, no, that game's really fun, and it's like it's definitely like a lot of people like a lot of my friends that have played previous Souls games have said like you know that they. They just kind of get into your mind, like you just like think about them, and you're always like looking at guides and things like that. And you know, I think that that helps. But uh, yeah, so that was that was uh, my editorial that went up this week uh, this week as well. Yeah, that, that, that's good. Like I said, the, the notes are always helpful. Like I have one note. Do you know what the notes do when someone rates your note fine? Like what's the what's the positive effect that it has on you? Because I I would see I that sometimes it goes your note was rated fine. I'm like awesome, because I know in um. I believe in Dark Souls, when someone rates your note, you get health back. Like, your health just, bam, full health. Oh, cool. Your note card. I, yeah, I don't know really for sure, other than, like, maybe they pop up more frequently in other people's games or something like that. But other than that, I don't really know, like, specifically what they do. But that's pretty cool. That I didn't know they do that So in, in the previous games. but Yeah, because I, I try to leave good notes, especially if I find something in an area where there are no existing notes. Then I'm just like, ah, you know what, I, 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 I need the, uh, the ego boost. So I always do that yeah. area. That guy that gives you the flamethrower near like the first uh, lamp post in like central Yarnum, I just mm-hmm. I put a little note that goes like literally says talk to this guy, and, <laughs> and he gives you a flamethrower. So so that I see I noticed that that's probably the note that keeps getting me uh, likes I guess I don't know hella li- hella likes on uh, I did. <laughs> Hey, this is like this is uh, Bloodborne, not Life is Strange. So, but uh, yeah, it was actually funny. I got a couple of notes where someone rhymed, and I was like, "That that's impressive." Is like that you were able to string those together. That they were able to rhyme. Like that was pretty good. So, like a rogue poet, just as he's basically like, going yeah, like, like a bloody werewolf. And it was great. So, that's awesome. Uh, yeah, let's go. Let's go through some news. Uh, oh, uh, Don Matrick. The famous Don Magic, who said, go get over it, to people asking, hey, is the Xbox One going to be uh, backwards compatible? Like, we have a system for that already. <laughs> it's the Xbox 360. God. What if you have no internet? I don't know. Go move. Like, no, you, you did it wrong. Uh, he is stepping down as CEO of Zynga, and uh, Mark Pincus is taking over his position. In fact, he's going back to his position as CEO. So, uh, did, this uh, just, did, this, uh, did this just happen today? That just happened. I uh, semi-breaking news. This happened maybe okay. like an hour ago, uh, three hours I was just ago. Saying, ago. I, yeah, as I was on the bus home, I uh, was seeing all these like pictures on Twitter of Don Matrick. It was like no explanation. I was just like, 
what? Like, just all these pictures of, like, him and, uh, and Pincus just, like, next to each other, and I was like, uh, I'm missing something, but okay. But now that makes sense, so. Uh, but yeah, a lot of, you know, the press release was basically a lot of PR speak, where, you know, Don Joyce in a very important time of revolution, I sincerely thank him for his leadership and better serving our players in mobile first world and delivering world-class quality and value to the to our consumers. The team's hard work for our mobile players have resulted in bookings growing from 27% mobile bookings when Don joined to 60% by the end of last year. Those are literally just a string of words and numbers that I can't decipher. But he is him and his team at Natural Motion have surprised and delighted the world with clumsy ninja and CSR racing, resulting in more than 160 million installs to date. That is a lot of people downloading something. Blah, 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 blah. Blah, blah, blah. Mobile, those filthy casuals. What do they do? <laughs> blah, blah, blah. Zynga's a big company. Uh, I'm trying to look for the reason as for as uh, for his departure, but it just kind of looks like he just sort of left and resigned. Yeah. So uh, who knows, man? You know, there's, there's like a certain contingent of like high-level executives that just kind of float around the in- industry and just take these like CEO positions at different publishers and different companies, and we're just... I don't quite know what they do, or the the, the, uh, the type of impact they have in like product development or stuff being released. Usually, these people do. The reason people do well and keep finding work is that they know how to release a prop. You know, it's like you know, nothing stays in the developmental phase for so long. It's just like so you, we have something, so, we have a timetable. All right, it's released. So, so, you, you, know, so, I, you, ta- so you talk about the uh, the Phil Spencer method where he just kicks down the door and he's like, okay, all this stuff we don't need, just get rid of it and just yeah, get it yeah, out. Yeah. Like it's like basically. <laughs> yeah, I mean, well, when Phil Spencer came into you know, kind of like course correct uh, the Xbox One and more or less Microsoft in general, their game studio. Yeah, I think it was his role was a little bit differently. It's like, hey, the product is out. We do not look good. And, you yeah. know, we, we need to close this gap because the PS4 was a monster. Like, the, the, what happened with the PS4 is clearly a phenomenon. Like, it was just a rare thing. Like, you know, Haley's Comet, like, selling that many con- the new consoles is insane. And and Microsoft, you know, they, they you know they sold seven million at first, which is a lot of systems. But compared to like the 17, 18 million PS4 had, you're like, oh man, these people are screwed. And it's like, no, that's still a lot of systems. I mean, still better than how the PS3 and the Xbox 360 did when they launched. So, so his job was to just you know close that gap a little bit, which you know, fine, you know, which is what they ended up doing, and just you know fixing some of these really weird policies and just. Um, Having better communication with the consumers and the and the press and all around. So yeah, you know, Don Matrick, you know, Harley New Ye, you know, I'm sure he'll, he'll find a job at some other big company. So I'm, yeah. I'm more than certain about that. But uh, but yeah, you know, Don Matrick, like I said, his his kind of I feel like his legacy was a little bit tainted in how we left uh, Microsoft. A little bit, yeah. Yeah, a little bit. I mean, you, you don't make fun of the people who potentially <laughs> want to buy your system. Like you're already starting from behind. It's it, it's it's insane. Uh, I mean, Microsoft has a history of that of of people under their employee that have done that. So yeah, you know. yeah. And like I said, my, Microsoft now I appreciate where they are now because you know these it was kind of like a growing pain. Like they needed these kind of these black eyes to get where they are now. Yes. Yeah. You know, with the way they've been rolling out updates and just really being upfront with all the changes and stuff that's coming to the Xbox One, like I kind of commend them on that because you don't see many big corporations taking that kind of stand and you know just trying to. And you know, no, I think it, I think it, being it, in second place is very humbling for Microsoft, which they haven't had to do in a while. 
Right. I think yeah. I I think again because like because Sony's been through that in that position before because mm. they had that you know they had that with the PS3 you know where yeah. where Microsoft they, they you know they were in that position only a generation ago so now Microsoft kind of has to do the same thing you know now. Uh, you know, which is good. I think it's showing that they're they're trying to be community oriented. They're trying to think of consumers like rather than before, where I think they weren't quite thinking like that. But mm-hmm. you know, yeah. Uh, Brian, I've got some big news. Uh, what new Smash Brothers? New Meepo? New? Sure. No, no, I'm not. I, I refuse to talk about anything Nintendo. Uh, oh no, we'll talk about Nintendo in a bit. But uh, no, I meant I meant Deus Ex: Mankind Divided was announced today. So it's a good thing you said this because if I did, I would have said it the old way that I thought Deus Ex was pronounced, which is Deusex, which is Deusex. what I thought that was. Du- which you know, it, it, it might like... be. I mean, I've I've heard that pronunciation before, and when I hear it, I'm I like, that to... has to be wrong. I think when I was when I was in like middle school or like high school, I used to think like Deusex was the name of it, and then someone was like Deus Ex. I'm like, no, it can't no. be that. It's got to be Deusex, like you know. But, well, I like Deus Ex because it just sounds a little bit more like dramatic. That's, like it sounds cool, yeah. Yeah, like it, it's all futury and and stuff. But uh, but yeah, uh, maybe you can kind of shed some light on this. So Square Enix had this really <coughs> weird live stream happening with a guy in a room uh, and yes. I, I don't, so uh, you so, uh, over over the weekend, uh, Square Enix on Twitter they had uh, they tweeted out said that hey. We're gonna have we have this new project that we're working on called uh, Project CKP was the code name for it. Uh, so they announced on Monday they were going to start this three-day live stream event through their Twitch. It was called it was Twitch.tv slash Can't Kill Progress was the name of it. So they used this like hashtag Can't Kill Progress. Okay, which and, is already uh, sounding. And I guess when that hashtag people were like, oh, it's probably a Deus Ex, you know, futury. It, yeah, I was I I. Uh, yeah. It, uh, okay. Yeah, that makes sense. So Project CPK can't kill progress. So uh, I was gonna say, like, wait, right from the the uh, the the teaser image that they tweeted out, like it was like this like futuristic looking chair. I looked at that and I was like, Deus Ex, it has to be. So it was like it was like not that big a surprise. So, but um, so it was basically this live stream of a guy in a uh, room for three days. Basically, was what it was. So. Um, they would show. They were basically. Uh, I think there was like because there were like multiple cameras. So I think what you could mm-hmm. do was like there were people that could like type in the chat and say switch camera, and then it would like go to different angles or whatever. Um, but basically, it was this guy that was in a room, uh, like this, you know, like sleeping most of the time, or, like meditating and doing stuff. Uh, sometimes there would be these like I, I like tuned in sporadically. Sometimes I would just go in check and see if something interesting was happening. Uh, and there was actually there's one time where he was being like interrogated. So these like guys like beating the crap out of him in this room. And then these like guys drag him out of the room and like you know like was this live action in. or I I have a feeling it was probably done in advance and then they they just have it set to make it appear that it's live or whatever but because I I don't know how they could have pulled it off like live but uh, if they did like a stage awesome. show that would have been so, great yeah that would have been awesome so um I have a feeling they probably just had it like you know done before and then they just they just switch where they need to or whatever but. Um, but yeah, it was, it was pretty cool. So, but actually, but it's so uh, it was yesterday that before the event, the event ended today. Um, but this Russian site leaked details about the game, and it's called Deus Ex: Mankind uh, Divided. Hmm. So, kind of took their, the wings out of their sails a little bit uh, before they finished this. But then, uh, yeah, it was this Russian site, and the Game Informer yeah. did. Yeah, game I mean, the game, the big... game Informer had the exclusive, and of course, it gets right. leaked. So game Informer's like, oh, okay, fine, I guess we got well, to yeah, move up our announcement. Was, yeah. Um, but yeah, and then today uh, they did the official announcement from Square Enix, so they revealed the trailer and the box art and everything. It's coming to uh, Xbox One, PS4, and PC, and it looks like it's a, a sequel to Human Revolution, which was the most recent one uh, a couple years ago that released. 
Yeah, so it looks like, uh, you know, same character, Adam Jensen's back. He's the... Yep. I didn't ask for this, that guy. Yeah, uh, <laughs> basically. Uh, yeah, let's see. I'm just looking at Giuseppe's post right now. Uh, the year is 2029, and mechan- mechanically augmented humans have now been deemed outcasts, living a life of complete and total segregation from the rest of society. Now, an experienced covert operative, Adam Jensen, is forced to operate in a world that has grown to despise this kind. Armed with a new arsenal of state-of-the-art weapons and augmentations, he must choose the right approach along with who to trust in order to unravel a vast worldwide conspiracy. And it uh, looks like there's going to be uh, the, hu- the Human 2.0. It's just, you know, you, you get new body parts. You get you get to upgrade yeah. them anyway. You know, anyway you would. It, it's Deus Ex. I, I would assume the, the play style will, will not change much. It's gonna yeah, be, it'll uh, probably still be that open-world first-person shooter where you RPG yeah. elements and you can, you can yeah. jump off buildings and slide down. And and stealth as well, so I'm sure stealth sure. is going to be a big part of it too. But uh, yeah, it sounds like it's coming out this year uh, from from what it sounds like. I don't, I don't think they announced a specific release date, but uh, it seems like I mean, it's probably on track for... Yeah, I think... <laughs> I think the good thing, I saw someone tweet uh, my feed that was pretty funny where it was like, you know, I said, at least there won't be an eight-year gap between games, so I'm sure it'll be, I think it's nice that they're working <laughs> on a new on a new Deus Ex and that, you know, so soon after, uh, you know, because it's only been, uh, Human Revolution came out 2011, I think, yeah, so it's, it's been a couple of years, so I'm glad that they're, I'm glad that they're not keeping fans waiting and that they're, they're going to push out a new, because Deus Ex, they don't release as frequently as, like, you know, Hitman or any of the other series, so. No, I'm glad. I mean, I, I, I'm a, I'm a real big fan of Deus Ex, and uh, Human Revolution was, ama- was an amazing game. And, yeah, yeah I actually, if, like, if, that... if you ever get around to it, like it's always, I, I think it's always on sale in Steam. So that, that's always a really cool game to check out. I, I have it in my backlog, and I think now that Mankind Divided's been announced, I'm like, okay, I'm gonna go, I'm gonna finally jump into the game. So I'll probably, uh, probably keep a lookout. Maybe I'll do some streaming once I'm done with Bloodborne, obviously. But you know, obviously. But are you ever, yeah, are you ever really done with Bloodborne, Ryan? I hope so. I mean, eventually. So whether I whether I die or you know, like. Yeah, I'm I'm gonna have my not my wits end with Bloodborne, but every once in a while I find myself like, ah, you know, I think I'd just rather play something else. You just need a break. Yeah, I was gonna say it's yeah, not not an easy. I saw there was a great tweet from uh, it was Neil Druckmann on Twitter where he said, "Oh, I just finished Hotline Miami 2. Wrong number. That was a stressful game. I'm gonna go chill out now." And he tweets a picture of Bloodborne. And I'm just like, "Are you kidding me?" Like. <laughs> Yeah, pretty great. <laughs> no. Oh, so I, like I heard, I heard nothing. I was like, oh, that was no, I know, I'm, I'm done. So, oh. <laughs> uh, Ryan, The Witcher Three: Wild Hunt. It's got some free DLC, which is great. It's got sixteen a, pieces of free it's DLC. Got a, it's got a lot of free DLC. Yeah, that's a, yeah. That's a like not not a small amount. That's a lot. So that is that is more than a handful. Uh, also, they've announced two expansion packs. Worth over 30 hours of gameplay. That's like a full game. Yeah, that's 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 a lot. That's that's a lot of content. <laughs> yeah. There's, there's times I'm just like, oh, I'm like, yeah, why do we need more? <laughs> like the game's gonna be like a million hours long. You're gonna give me an, oh, this is just another 30 hours. Why not? Like, uh, but yeah, but it turns out the the internet did not react the way we thought they were going. I mean, I'm not surprised with how the internet reacted. With, I'm, uh, I'm not surprised, but I, I do feel like it is kind of like you know, especially because CD Projekt Red has been so like generous and kind of outgoing, like outgoing about like you know we want to make sure that consumers are getting their money out of this, and so they're yeah. you know that they're even offering 16 pieces of, of DLC free you know in the first place, mm-hmm. but 
you know, I like I understand, like, you know, like it's cool that they're even doing this additional content. But the good thing is like this DLC, it's not like gonna be day one DLC. It's yeah, not gonna exactly. be like they just they just announced that they're gonna have two expansion packs. Right. They announced a month before the game's coming out, and so this DLC probably won't be out until like later this year. You know, and uh, you know, it's it's additional content. It's not it's not content that they're cutting from the main game and then trying to sell as like day one DLC or like you know season pass stuff. You know, yeah. I'm sure this stuff will probably come under like a season pass or something. But yeah, I mean, they said Hearts of Stone will be released in October, and Blood and Wine will be released in the first quarter of 2016. And I guess the argument from some people online is like. Why can't this be included in the main game? But I think a lot of the issue is people not actually reading the article, and I think a lot of people think it is just day one DLC that they can, you know, that that's like, well, why don't just include it in the main game? And it's like, no, that's not how the content schedule works. Yeah, no, this is this is clearly this is clearly like this is clearly like supplementary content that they're producing for the yeah. game after release, which is you know, which is totally fine with me, you know, especially because then they said it's thirty hours. That that's ridiculous. That's another game basically. So that's like that's totally on top of a game that's like two hundred hours. So. Yeah, and like and a crazy amount of content. Yeah, and CD Projekt Red has always been so like, con- like so just consumer friendly and right. Yeah, these are people that took that their game has no DRM, meaning like if I buy the game, hey Ryan, you want my copy of The Witcher? Gee, you can just download it. Here's the here's the here's the launcher. Yeah, <laughs> basically. Which is you know which is which I always which I always like because you know this you, you need to reward the people who actually pay for your it, game. It's, it it's, shows it, it shows trust in the consumer, which is the good thing. So yeah. yeah. And, you know, the more people playing your game, the better, because it's like, hey, you know what, if I like your game, maybe I'll pay the... If I did pirate your game, and I really liked it, then, you know what, maybe I'll buy your DLC. And it uh, looks like I lost Ryan. Ryan? Are you there, Ryan? 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 Yeah, I'm here. Sorry. Hello. Ryan! Dun, dun, I'm here, dun, yeah. Dun, dun, dun. Okay. All right, cool. Can you hear me? <laughs> yep, I can hear you. All right, awesome. So, yeah, The Witcher, like, uh, more DLCs coming out. And, you it's know, pretty awesome. So more Witcher. I'm 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 okay with that, completely. Me too. And, and uh, all right, you know we're gonna talk about Nintendo. I'm kind of annoyed. <laughs> I mean your 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 title says Rare Amiibo, so yeah. Uh, okay. So what what do you want to talk about? First? You, know, you want to talk about Mewtwo? Could you? I guess we'll should go I, into Mewtwo. Uh, hold on. Should I grab some friends to to join us for this no, section? No. So give me one second. Help Francois to stay home. Oh Christ. He's gonna pull out an amiibo, isn't he? He's gonna. I know it. I know it. I know it. All right. You know, just get it over. Who, who, I grab some. I grab some. I grab some friends to join us. So we've got. Uh, we've got Toad, who I just got today. Actually, I got Toad. I got Yoshi. Uh, I've got Mega Man. I've got uh, Diddy Kong. So you know, you asked for it. I mean. <laughs> So where uh, where were we? So uh, all right, Ryan, how do you feel about Mewtwo coming to Super Smash Brothers on the Wii U <laughs> and 3DS? This is, is this is this painful for you to just, uh, talk just, about? Just like, totally. I mean, is Mewtwo? I, I mean, I, I'm excited about it. I mean, well, he he was announced before, um, but it is exciting that he is coming this month, uh, which I'll be looking forward to playing. And uh, they also announced that Lucas will be coming back, so it's nice to see. Uh, like on what? <laughs> <laughs> Who the hell is Lucas? <laughs> from, he's from he's from Earthbound. Uh, if you played Smash Brothers and like Nintendo, you would know this, but obviously you don't. So you know it was like no, no I've never no. Yeah. Um, Lucas, but yeah, he was. Uh, so Mewtwo was previously in Super Smash Brothers Melee, and Lucas was previously in Super Smash Brothers Brawl. 
So, uh, and then also uh, Nintendo uh, opened up a uh, survey type thing on their uh, website to vote for who you that want to be the next see. Smash, which has been probably one of the funniest things I've been able to read in a long time. Because, like, see, I just went on Twitter and just searched, like, hashtag Smash Ballot. I've seen probably some of the funniest, like, things I've ever seen in my life through there. It was yeah, great. I've seen, I've was seen, so... I've seen uh, Frank Underwood from uh, House of Cards. <laughs> no, I've seen Brock Lesnar. From the WWE, yeah, it's been, uh, it's been pretty Luigi. great. Like, uh, oh, there's uh, a whole there's a whole coalition of like people trying to get Waluigi in the game. It's pretty pretty great. So, uh, I've seen Bill O'Reilly. Um, if you like, if you have like a couple hours to kill and you just want a good laugh, like search hashtag Smash Ballad on Twitter and you'll find some pretty amazing entries. Like, I saw one that was like my neighbor Greg, and it's like, why? Because he's a jerk and he's I, I told, <laughs> I, told like, I told my, I told my, uh, my friends that like whoever like works at Nintendo and has to sift through and go these things like must be having the time of their life. Like this you know is probably what, I, the greatest thing you could give them to to go through. Like, you know what? You know what it is? I think. Nintendo's smart because I think under normal circumstances they're just like inundated with dumb Super Smash Brother requests where it's just like you know, it's, 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 it's like let's just, let's get it out like <laughs> it's basically like yeah yeah just write your suggestions and put it in this and put it in this box here and then it's co- and then the sign is covered because when you take the sign off it says garbage and they're literally just like ooh, ooh Waluigi yeah put him in here they they probably have all the like their DLC like I'm actually because I'm surprised that they're um that they're doing because uh, Lucas was kind of a surprise like I wasn't expecting them to do like multiple DLC characters but obviously they have the intention now of uh, releasing more characters for the games which is it's it's cool I'm glad you know um even if you know I mean like a couple people I know like some people have been bummed that so far they've only announced uh, previous characters they haven't announced anyone new yet but I'm sure hopefully maybe we'll get one or two new characters. But I'm sure, like, they probably have this planned out, and so this is this whole thing's just kind of like, you know what? Just let people have fun. Like, let them like pretend yeah. that they're gonna get someone. And, like, yeah, because they're not they're, they're not they're gonna... they're not bombarding our twitters with stupid <laughs> fucking requests for. Oh, you just... put Bowser in this. <laughs> yeah, the garbage can. The garbage or something. I was like, no, just shut up. Like, they're, yeah, they're just like, all right, all those people that want Goku and Smash, just tell them to just to put their gar- their things in in here, and then they'll, they'll get it out. So, yeah. and the yeah, ballot box, aka yeah, the, the garbage. The, the, it's in the garbage, so that's that's what Mega Man Mega Man wants you to vote. So he wants you to he wants you to, to put in the game. So yeah, Ooh, sorry. Bring back the ice climbers. Like, no, I got I got bit I got bit by the amoeba bug and I've been collecting them now. It's, oh, it's you! Been ter- it's been it's been terrible. So it's like I keep because the thing is like I work like three streets away from Nintendo World and now I just find myself like sporadically going there once in a while. I'll be like, hmm, let me see if they have amiibo that I want and. <sighs> I go in there and they do, and I'm like, "Well, I'm buying another one." So I was like, "Okay." So speaking of amiibos, looks like we got some more coming. We do, and pre-orders for them sold out like that. So, you know, like they as they did, as they always do. So I actually I watched um, uh, uh, uh Boogie Two Ninety Eight's latest uh Francis rant video, which is about uh Wave Force Bash. It was pretty pretty much what I feel like most people feel like about amiibo. So. Now, okay, should we, we who, are uh, in July, we've got, uh... I, uh, God, I need know. to, I need to pull up the list, because I don't know specifically. I, I, I have them here, it's... Oh, okay. Christ, it's, uh, July brings Kid Icarus-themed infusion, when Pitt and his patron goddess, Palutina, join the Super Smash Brothers colleagues. They're, they're characters, I assume? Pitt and Palutina? Uh, Pitt's already out. Uh, no, I think you're looking at the wrong list, hold on, because those are not the Amiibo coming. Well, no, there's uh, Dr. Mario, then September is Dr. Mario, Ganondorf, uh, uh, Samus, 
without the uh, suit? Uh, well, well, in May, actually, there's a whole new... Oh, so in, so in May, uh, we're getting Robin and Lucina from Fire Emblem, uh, oh, Pac-Man. Okay. Uh, yeah, they're, they're coming, I think, May 29th is when the next, the next wave comes in, wave four. Uh, so there's Robin and Lucina from Fire Emblem, Pac-Man, Wario, uh, Ness from Earthbound, and Charizard. Are the, the the next six coming, and then after that, uh, there's also Greninja. There's Mr. Game and Watch, Doc, a Dark Pit. Uh, there might be a couple more after that. I don't. Yeah, remember I, I see September here is uh, Olimar, Zero Suit Samus, Ganondorf, and Doctor Mario. Are those already out? Or? No, those are coming. Okay. Um, yeah, they're not. But uh, pre-orders went up last week for the Wave Four ones that are coming in May, and they sold out very quickly. Uh, or most places, like some places still have them, but the problem is like a lot of the, uh, with the uh, retailer exclusive Amiibo, so Ness is exclusive to GameStop, and uh, GameStop's site actually crashed because of the the demand for people trying to go on and get them, and yeah, I mean, that's the big problem is that like, you know, with especially these retailer exclusive is like demand is just so high that just they can't, you know, Nintendo doesn't produce enough of them, so. And are they they doing... um... Just like the single runs of it, meaning like once they're done with Zero Suit Samus, are they not making any more? They've said in the past that uh, you know they're they're like you know some some figurines will be probably in, in that case where they like they know that they're going to be like not they're probably not going to sell as well as like you know like some of them they'll keep in stock forever like Mario Pikachu they'll always right. like probably have them available but you know ones like Zero Suit Samus. They'll probably only, you know, do maybe a couple uh, couple runs. Some of them, like they said, because actually Marth was one that's been really hard to find for a while, but they're actually so, yeah, doing... So, uh, so they're, like, not re-releasing, but they're doing, like, a different version Marth. They no, they do. They they might just like they might do other like uh like you know not printings but just new new shipments of them like once in a while. So like Marth, they're actually going to be restocking in uh, this month or next month uh for the yeah for the new 3ds. Yeah, because it, yeah, it says here they are doing a new Marth, but it's different from the original one. It's going to be a new pose and a new uh and an, it's a new figurine entirely, but it's going to do like the same exact thing as the original. Meaning oh, when you I didn't. Under your dumb, when you okay, scan under your dumb gamepad, it'll it'll <laughs> I, uh, come up as Marth in that position. But when you're when you're playing with on Super Smash Bros., all the skills and stuff will be the same, but it can differentiate which. I didn't know which. I didn't know that. Uh, so it looks like they I are thought, going like that collector route, where it's like they're 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 forcing rarity. And yeah, stuff. yeah. I mean, I mean, they've already been doing that with like the gold uh, the gold Mario Amiibo one that came out uh, last month and. Uh, <laughs> AKA when you could just get a regular one and just spray paint it gold, pretty much is what you can Same, do. But, uh, so yeah, that means, but, so so as an avid me amiibo collector, I wouldn't uh, say I'm avid, but okay, go on. So, uh, are, do you recommend people buying if they have an opportunity to pick up a Zero Suit Samus or a Ganondorf to get two of them, one for play, and then you know, kind of like a comic books bag and board it, just get you get two copies. This is for me. This one and is then for, one for one for, for the collection. So I can trade yeah. it. I mean, if, if you're into amiibo collecting, yeah, I, I am not. Like, I, I'm only getting the one, like, the characters that I really want is basically, like, I'm very ca- I'm very casual about it. I'm just looking out for, like, specific ones that, like, you know, like, oh, yeah, I want the, me- you know, like, I want the Mega Man one because the Mega Man one's awesome. Uh, you know, and I've got Diddy Kong because I love Diddy Kong's one of my favorite characters. So, no, I'm just getting it for those. Like, the only one, the only one I haven't gotten yet that I really want is Pit, but Pit's really hard to find. So, um, I'm, at this point, like, I really don't want to spend fifty dollars on eBay to try and get him, so that one I might just give up unless I just happen to see one. But okay. and uh, it looks like uh, Splatoon will be getting their own set of amiibos on May 29th with the yep. Inkling, Girl Boy, and Squid. And when used in their game, they will unlock special missions that reward the player with unique weapons and gear. And uh, and finally, out of the Nintendo Direct, 
they are adding uh, it's Mario Kart 8. Oh, I just scrolled past it. They're adding uh, Mario Kart 8 200cc tracks, which is basically which is going to be nuts. super fast. Yep, that's going to be nuts. I was going to say, uh, there's actually also, uh, back to the Amiibo really quick, uh, they're oh, releasing... Oh, it all comes back they're, to Amiibo. They're, they're releasing the uh, Yarn Yoshi Amiibos, which are a set of, like, they're basically like small plush toys, and I would say they look adorable, and I might get one or two of them, or to 18 of them, depending on however many they release, so... That's fair. Because uh, they're right. actually they're made of yarn, George. They're made of yarn. Like oh no, actual, no, I get like, it. I mean, I'm, I mean, my my, my <laughs> early twenties was consistent of buying just dumb video game chapters. So I, I know exactly what you're talking about. So when I See, moved, that's, that's I had to purge with, all this stuff, and like and that broke my heart. So yeah, you can buy all this bullshit you want, Ryan, but you know what? Give it another couple of years, and you're when you move when you when you when you're changing apartments or moving to a new place, and you're like. I can't bring all this crap with me. I have no place to put it. I'm not going to feel bad for you when you have to toss garbage. But honey, where am I going to put all my 18 plastic toys? Like, you know, I put them around. But, you can uh, put it in this box. I marked <laughs> box I marked valid for Super Smash junk. characters. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, basically. Yeah, I like I I'm sad that like Amiibo will probably go the Beanie Baby route where like everyone will just like hoard them and then think and then they'll be worth like not a lot, but you know. But I'm done with Nintendo. Uh, Ryan. Yes, George. <laughs> I'm just I'm just done with Nintendo. Uh, <laughs> Five Nights at Freddy's is being turned into a movie, and I'm horrified. <laughs> Supposedly, yeah. As I say, the amount of heart attacks that will happen in the theater will be very high. So. Oh man. Uh, yeah. Let's see. It's you know, if you haven't played Five Nights at Freddy, you play security guard, where the essentially you're security guard at like a Chuck E. Cheese type place, and the animatronics come to life. They are and trying to kill you is more yes. like it, so. Uh, the studio is actually looking for a writer for the Five Nights at Freddy movie, but uh, let me see about the name of the studio here. Uh, uh, it's, it's, uh, yeah, it's under, it's uh, Warner Brothers is, uh, is the one that's looking to produce the movie, um, and uh, uh, they bought the rights to produce a movie. Uh, there haven't been any actors or directors or anything announced yet, but they've had uh, producers from a couple production companies. Yeah, uh, that are, uh, yeah according to The Hollywood Reporter, uh, it's going to be co-produced by Roy Lee, who produced The Ring, uh, Seth Graham Smith, who did Van, uh, Abraham Lincoln Vampire Hunter, and David yeah, Katzenberg, he's actually, who did uh, he's actually, uh, It. Seth Graham Smith is actually the writer of uh, Abraham Lincoln Vampire Hunter and Pride and Prejudice and Zombies, so I was like, okay, that's pretty cool. So they, yeah, they so, got him on board. So. Yeah, so that's a potential. I, I totally watched that movie. Yeah, I would say, like, most, most games, like, when I hear most, uh, you know, like, games getting movie adaptations, I just kind of cringe, but this one I'm kind of like, you know, that would be cool, because, like, you know, other than, because uh, Resident Evil and Silent Hill are the only, like, game horror movies I can think of, and they're not that great, so this is one I think could be fun, depending, and especially because, like, you know, I feel like this is one where, like, if Warner Brothers can actually give them a low budget, that would help them. Like, I feel like if they can make it, like, more, like, schlocky and kind of, like, low budget, like, yeah. it would help in this case. Because it, it totally would fit the vibe of the games. So. It'd be a really good found footage movie where it's just all do it, do it all through security cameras also and see how that works. <laughs> it's just, you just take paranormal activity, you throw in some animatronic bears that pop in around the areas, it would be great, so. That's awesome. And and finally in news, Ryan, we're gonna go back and talk about Mortal Kombat and. Oh, actually, you know what? Uh, before, really quick, I think uh, for the for the Five Nights at Freddy's movie, they should cast PewDiePie and Markiplier and all the YouTubers that you know that are the ones that have been streaming this game, 
they're the ones that get killed by the bears. It would be awesome. So anyway, that's it. I, I'm done. Sorry I interrupted you. So sounds like you have an anti YouTuber agenda, Ryan. Um, no, 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 I'm just saying I thought it'd be fun. Like you know, it's like you see like PewDiePie go in and say, "Hey, what's up, bros?" And then all of a sudden he just gets like slaughtered by a, a an animatronic duck. I thought it'd be funny. So and uh, and then and, and breaking news: Dead or Alive for the PC. <laughs> Someone uh, someone did a Shenmue edition mod for Dead or Alive 5 last round, and it looks awesome. That's pretty cool, yeah. Basically, it's the uh, it looks like the uh, the Shenmue dojo, and you're playing as a Ryo, and, and it looks it looks neat. Yeah, you can uh, you can check out the post on our site, and uh, we have links to the uh, to the actual mod itself. So if you have Dead or Alive on the PC, you can take a look. It just that just looks kind of hilarious. And uh, and finally, the last bit of news: uh, Mortal Kombat. Just revealed a fantastic Mortal Kombat X. So. X. Ten, Ryan. It's ten, not X. Ten? No, it's no, X. It's X. No, I know it's X. X. That's why. It's, that's why it's nuts. <laughs> it's it's ten. God damn it! Don't. Oh, anyway, uh, yeah, Cass- they showed uh, Cassie Cage's second fatality. It's pretty ridiculous. Like even by Mortal Kombat standards. So should yeah, I should, should, is... you, uh, should you describe it really quick before we go on? So. Uh, okay, so Cassie Cage, daughter of Johnny Cage. Uh, her fatality, I believe she rips off the mandible of the person she's fighting, right? She takes a nightstick and she bashes them in the face with yeah. it and then it rips off their their, their uh, mandible, yeah. Yeah, the mandible flies off, but, you know, to add insult to injury because, you know, the guy, the person's dying. What, what more can you do to him? She turns around takes a selfie of her <laughs> and the person lacking a mandible and then posts it on, like, their version of Facebook that, like, gets commented uh, in real time by, like, other Mortal Kombat characters and her Facebook friends. It's, pre- well, it's, it's also pretty great, too, that the, the top left of the uh, the fake Facebook says friendships on it, and it's pretty yes. great, because it's, like, it's a clever, a good good little nod there. So, yeah, it was, like, I, I uh, yeah, I've been enjoying seeing all the video and stuff they've been showing in this game, because, uh, you know, there have been a, a bunch of places that have been streaming it on Twitch and doing a bunch of live streams and stuff. It's been pretty cool, like, you know, like, because the game's out next week, and there's still, like, all this stuff that they're showing for the game before it comes out, so it's pretty cool. Yeah, I'm thinking about uh, recording a series of videos just running through the uh, Mortal Kombat single player. Yeah. In preparation yep. for Mortal Kombat X, because I, I'm a huge fan of that single player, and that kind of like, that kind of brought me back to fighting games, or at least Mortal Kombat fighting games, and made me and made me real excited when, like, you know, a D, uh, Injustice Gods Among Us came out, the DC fighting game that they made. Yeah. Which also had another fantastic, you know, felt like a long episode of Justice League. But, uh, but yeah, I'm looking forward to that next week, just because that, that single player is going to be great. I'm probably not going to play online too much, but like I said, I, yeah. like having, I like having a fighting game in the house in case I have people over, and you always have that person who's like, oh, I want to play Mortal Kombat. I'm like, all right, man. You always get the guy who wants to play Street Fighter, and I'm like, dude. I mean, you, you always get those people that want to play Smash Brothers, and then you just tell them to shut up. So No, I, mean, I, just, I don't invite them. <laughs> in. like, I know ahead of time who the Smash Brothers fans are, and they, they just don't get the invite. But uh, I can't wait to sell my Wii U. <laughs> okay. I, I'm I'm upset because I haven't played it much, and you know, and I guess we should have covered it last week. But I think Zelda got delayed until 2016. I did. Yeah. yeah. All so, right. Well, uh, it got delayed. It got delayed. Basically. Yeah. It got delayed. <laughs> okay, it wasn't like formally announced, but the idea was, oh, it'll be out by holiday 2015. Yay! And then it got pushed back, and I'm like, man, I really have no reason to plug in my Wii U. It just looks nice in my like my state where my my TV unit is, and like have the Wii U and yeah. the gamepad. I'm like, that looks cool. People are like, oh, that's neat. What is that? I'm like, that's a Wii U. It's like, wait, what? That a Wii? What, is that a controller for the Wii? I'm like, oh god, no. And then. <laughs> <laughs> out of beer, like no, like and then, that. And, then, and then you're like, that's why Nintendo can't sell any. Yeah, because people don't know what it is. Uh, but yeah, I'm looking forward to that next week. I'm, I'm 
we will definitely stream, and I, I'm looking forward to doing a, a joystick with George on that one. And uh, and speaking of which, uh, two new episodes of Joystick with George went up this week. Uh, one was uh, Pool Nation FX, where I goofed around a bit with my capture kit, so my face is in it because I'm uh, I'm planning to do some live streaming at some point in the future. So I've been like testing out some uh, presentations and layouts and all that, uh, and all that stuff. So it it looks neat. Uh, spoiler warning: I don't win that often at pool. And uh, MLB The Show, uh, uh, MLB 15 The Show, I uh, did an episode there where I play Road to the Show, and uh, I bring back Cobra Jimenez, Ryan. Cobra Jimenez returns. I'm, he I'm he returns. He, and he is quite the athlete. He is quite the physical I was going to say, is there, is there a sport he has not conquered yet? Like, is I there know, any he, he hasn't he, done? Like, he crushed it in UFC. <laughs> and you know, M M NBA, he was uh, he tried. I tried using that facial recognition and it made me look like a monster, so I had to like manually change it. Oh. <laughs> but yeah, yeah, keep an eye out for that stuff, and uh, yeah, keep 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 it keep it keep it here on the shotcast. And uh, Ryan, what, before we go, what you been playing? Before we say goodbye. Uh, like I said, a lot of Bloodborne has been uh, Bloodborne's been taking up a lot of my time. I uh, I've been streaming it a lot, so uh, if you check out. Our Twitch channel, twitch.tv slash DualShockersLive. Uh, you will probably see me playing it, uh, usually weeknights, uh, and I'm actually probably going to play some more tonight after we're done. So, uh, yeah, and uh, it's been that, and I actually just picked up, I finished, because um, I've been trying to play some more backlog stuff, I finished uh, Dragon's Crown on PlayStation Vita, which was a lot of fun. I really enjoyed that game a lot. It was good. And, uh, you know, giant boobs aside, but, you know, whatevs. Uh, and then I also picked up, and I'm going to start uh, Legend of Zelda Majora's Mask 3D. Because uh, oh, I actually never, uh, I, I'm gonna be happy because uh, I'll be able to prove 11 year old me wrong because I was never able to beat that game as a kid. I played like I only played a little bit of it, and it's actually like it's interesting because it's probably the Zelda game I know the least about, like out of any of the ones that I played. So I'm I'm excited to kind of go into it with fresh eyes. Like you know, so, I've yeah. I've never actually played Majora's Mask. It was I remember it coming out and me just like I don't know where I was in my life where I was just like I'm just not interested in this game. Yeah, yeah, like Ocarina of Time I was already pretty familiar with, so, you know, Majora I really didn't know a whole lot about, so I'm, I'm excited to kind of go into it, like, kind of new, like, rather than, rather than most people who are going into this, who have played it before, and, like, you know, get to see it again, but, mm. yeah, so yeah. That, that's it, it's been Bloodborne and Majora's Mask. Uh, yeah, I'm going to try maybe some more Bloodborne uh, before I officially kind of give up on it, because, like before I said, quit. <laughs> yeah, before I'm just kind of like, ah, I'll go back to this in a month or something. But, uh, but yeah, just because there's, there's some stuff coming out, like I really want to go head first into Mortal Kombat when it comes out next week. Yeah. Uh, I'm, I just wrapped up Axiom Verge. It was still a really good game, which uh, yeah. you should check out also. If you, like I said, if you want a good palate cleanser, definitely do Axiom Verge. And uh, a lot of MLB The Show. I'm doing that road to the show where I'm trying to take my guy from uh, the, 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 the Atlanta Braves picked me up. In the first round, so uh, I gotta. They're lucky to. They're lucky to have. Us, so. <laughs> they are lucky to have me. All star, yeah. all star, all star, all star athlete in yeah. everything. So yeah, he's I'm, he's like Michael Jordan. He's he's like when Michael Jordan tried to do other sports, but he's actually good at them. You know, no, like no, he's, uh, he's, uh, like, <laughs> is the, he's the Bo Jackson. All right. <laughs> uh, okay. Okay. I see. So sorry for my confusion. So yeah. Seriously, Ron. Uh, but yeah, keep uh, and that, I think that's it. I'm 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 tired, Ryan. So I apologize if we just seem a little out of sorts today, but uh, but we 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 powered through, we did it, we prevailed, and uh, Ryan, thank you so much for coming on. No, George, thank you. <laughs> and thank you guys for watching for another fantastic.
parentheses sarcasm, maybe. Uh, we, we finished strong. We started. We started a little shaky, but we finished. We finished strong. So. Yeah, we came stumbling out of the gate, but. Uh, <laughs> it's, a, it's like a. It's like a boss in Bloodborne when, like, you know, the beginning you just get your 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 ass handed to you over and over again, but we we pray slaughtered just appeared on the screen and we we've completed the the podcast. So podcast slaughtered. That should be that's the name of the episode. I've got it right there. So <laughs> I'll leave that to you, Ryan. And thank you guys again for watching. I've been George Menes, and that was Ryan. Uh, <laughs> you can you can see our stuff at DualSockers.com where I make dumb videos and Ryan reviews really bad Nintendo games. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Okay, all right. We'll see about that. Bye, guys.